Everybody knows. We're spinning our wheels like a big mud truck. Bro, my nervous system can't take that. Why are y'all doing that? I scraped up $600 and I, and I bought this car. This was the perfect drive-in movie car. It had dead body trunk in it. You could put like eight people in the trunk and shut it easily. Welcome to the Within Your Shot Podcast, bringing you closer to the world of being better. This is the Within Your Shot Podcast. My name is Eric. You're about to hear three boys from a small town in Kentucky have a conversation about the origins of our hometown. But before we do that, there's some backstory you need to know. This all started when the three of us realized that our conversations always ended up being about improving ourselves, laughing, and a little redneck confidence handed out every now and again. We agreed that these conversations had to be put out into the ether for others to hear. So, here we are with episode number one about a little town called Paducah. Let's get started. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for being here with us. Um, so um, you heard the, you know, where we come from um, and why we're here talking to you today about Paducah. Um, some people never heard of Paducah. Um, some people probably don't care about Paducah, and that's fine. And I don't care that you don't care about Paducah because we're going to talk about it. Um, but so we got to talking about Paducah one day, and you know we know where the bars are, we know where the grocery stores, grocery stores are, right? We know where to get our haircut and where to get gas, you know. But where, where did Paducah come from? Where does the name come from? You know, why is Paducah named what it is, and why is there a big wooden statue of an Indian that we don't know much about down at Noble Park? Don't have a clue. So. We kind of just said, you know, this would be a good first topic. And Shannon knows a guy that is a historian of Paducah. So, hey, Shannon, like, who is this guy? And kind of, you know, you don't necessarily have to give his full name, maybe his first name. But where did he come from? And how do you know him? All right, absolutely. Uh, So I've known Roy for almost 15 years. And he is a local historian, and he loves everything about Paducah. And I knew when we started talking about this that this was the guy we wanted to visit. He knows this city in and out. And I'm like, we want to know about it. So this is the guy to tell us a little bit about it. So he sent us a little bit of information that we're going to share. We're going to talk about this, and we're going to let everybody know how we feel about what he's given us about this city. So we're going to start with the beginning here. So we're talking about our friend Chief Paduke. He says there are many things in Paducah today which romanticize the Paduke story. One just has to look at a Paducah police patch or organization such as the Chief Paduke Gun Club, Chief Paduke Realty, Chief Paduke American Legion, and many more which have Paduke in their titles. So looking at this, I'm like, he is everywhere. Chief Paduke is a part of our city. We see him everywhere. We have the police force we even have a baseball team we have a giant statue of a native american it is a part of our culture so this myth this legend of chief paducah has become reality for each and every person living in the city of paducah my input on what you've just said there shannon uh i believe from what you said about Chief Paducah. He's, he's a man of, of many talents, and I think he's come great strides in our town. Because of him, we've also got a town that I'd say we could be proud of. I believe that from what we have been told, he has sacrificed a lot of things, and we honor that today by building statues and by everything else that you see around town in his name. 
my I think my biggest takeaway in it would be I guess here we have an Indian chief and some people has ideas as to whether he's legit or not but I guess we'll soon find out as we continue reading on about this story so that's very interesting Kyle well said well said I feel like a little Ron Burgundy right there hmm. well done sir well thank done. you you know, for me, the whole Chief Paduke thing, uh, it, it, the whole story of Chief Paduke so far kind of invokes thoughts of like false truths, things that are being perpetuated to produce a certain outcome. I know that sounds tinfoil hat type of thing, but uh, that's just where my mind goes. You know, I, I guess it's not that big of a deal now in our current time because Paducah is so established at this point, but I can't help but wonder like what it would have been like after year one or two and everybody, you know, they sent out, you know, a, a, what do they do? I don't know. Do they lose letters or what? How do they communicate with everybody? Do they say, hey, yeah, by the way, this Chief Paduke thing, it's a, it's not real. Um, we just needed something to kind of anchor down and, and get a town started. Or I, don't, I mean, how do you start a town? How does that work? I'm, I'm not educated on that at all. You know, would we have changed the town name at that point? I, I really don't know. Um you know, how many times in the past has the truth been hidden or ignored in order to institute like a certain set of objectives so that those objectives are reached? Um, you know, and, and something else that it reminds me of is like the Mandela effect, um, which we're going to talk about later in podcasts. Absolutely. And Kyle has no clue what it is. He's been saying the... the Mandela. Mandela. The Mandela effect. The Mandalay. The Mandalay. I'm sorry. The Mandalay Bay effect. My bad. Apologize. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting podcast, and we're going to be we're going to become better uh, because of this. Because we don't know much about the Mandela Bay. No, we do not. Oh Shannon, my! Do you so, have any more input on this? Oh man, uh, there's a lot of input we could have about Chief Paduke, the stories that were said about him that could or could not be true but so many people long ago thought that this was the absolute real deal about him. Which takes us to the next part of our letter from my friend Roy. It says, Since his early days, the story of Chief Paduke has been told over and over and authenticated by Irvin Cobb himself. Paduke is said to be a seven-foot-tall, exceptionally strong Chickasaw man who was friends with William Clark. However, Clark who was an avid journalist, never mentioned a Chief Paduke in any of his writings. Kyle, what do you think about that? Mm, that's good. That's good. Well, here we have Irvin Cobb. <clears throat> Excuse me. I do not know a whole, whole lot about him, but I've had a little bit of research on Irvin Cobb. And I know he wrote several articles on Chief Paduke. And he described him as just like you said, seven foot tall, large man. And he was supposed to be best friends with William Clark. And although I believe since William Clark never mentioned this, Irvin Cobb wanted to find out the truth. So he went through great strides and wrote many articles on this, trying to prove that this was real. I know that from my research that Irvin Cobb was a very successful writer and... He was even inducted into the Writers Hall of Fame. And I believe <clears throat> somewhere in my notes, there was a ship named after him and a train named after Irvin Cobb. And now there's everything you look at in town is Irvin Cobb. 
We got Irving Cobb bridges and roads and towns and whatnot. So after reading all that and finding all that information out, I thought, well, if Irving Cobb's this big accomplished person and he's saying Chief Paduke is Chief Paduke, then, you know, there might be more to that story. Because, I mean, I think that was very impressive in my eyes to have all that stuff named after you and you're writing this credible story about Chief Paduke. But I'd say that uh, this story is definitely worth diving into for sure. Eric, what do you think? Well, um, I, uh, one thing that comes to mind when Shannon says Chickasaw, um, it takes me back. I think it's a Tim McGraw song named yes. Chickasaw. What, what song is that? Indian Outlaw. Indian Outlaw. That's right. That's right. Oh, man. What a great song. Have Cherokee and Choctaw. Man, I wish I could, I wish I could wear tight pants oh, like that, I'm telling you. Shout out to Tim McGraw. <laughs> Shout out to Tim McGraw. Yes, if you're listening right. out there, Tim. Yes, man of many talents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he, man, he's, he's a bad dude, man. He, he's a bad dude. He is. Did you see his where he sold his uh, Franklin, Tennessee farm or estate? I guess you could call it. I did. Yeah, I did. That's what's a, that's a big money Griff estate right there. Buddy. That big. Yeah, he had the cabbage. That's right. Somebody somebody gonna have more cabbage to get it, but they'll have a. Now somebody did buy it. I think from New, from California. Really? Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong on that. But I always thought that would make a nice was, vineyard or a winery there. I thought it was Hank Williams Jr.'s or Hank Williams home. That seems right. And yeah. the, the guy from California was trying to tear it down or something like that. Why would you want to do that for? Because it's from, from California, I guess. And they don't Californians. Don't Everybody moved from California during COVID, moved into here, and they're bringing their politics with them. So maybe that's not a good idea. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. I don't know. But sorry, Californians. Just, we love sorry, you. Sorry, California. I love the state. It looks beautiful. It's gorgeous. But uh, you're a little cray-cray there. So back to our town. But, um, yeah, so back to uh, uh, Chickasaw. Um no, you know, it reminds me, I, I kind of can't get away from the Mandela effect. I really can't. Um, and and, and I'll, I'm going to help Kyle real quick explain or explain to him what the Mandela effect kind of is. And Ma- the Mandela effect's like this, this thing that you think you remember something as it was. And, and a lot of people will agree on the thing, but it's not true. It turns out to be not true. And there's some cool examples. Um, and I'll just allude to one real fast that Shannon kind of dropped a bomb on us when we were talking earlier was that uh, in Star Wars, uh, Luke, I am your father is not in there. No, that is not what Darth Vader actually says. I've got to stay tuned to find out what he actually says. We'll talk about that one later. I, I'm floored. Really? I, I'm Well, okay. I'm stupid. Uh, missed that one. But that's what the Mandela effect does. And we're going to give a bunch of examples later on a different podcast about that. That'll kind of blow your mind. But, you know, um, maybe the early reports from Clark, you know, maybe he was tripping on shrooms, man. Maybe all this thing was just jacked up and he was thought, I mean, how do we know? I don't, I don't know. You know, maybe he was tripping out. Maybe he's on hallucinogens, you know. So the account of the man sounds like a superhero type figure. Uh, he's really a great image, uh, or an anchor to, to anchor a town or a movement to pretty, pretty cool. And, um, a really good story. And if it is true, then we, it's a, it's awesome. And it solidifies the town even more for me, but something that stood out about the guy that created the statue, you know, he said that, um, he created it where the light was right. What does that mean? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He was in the woods, you know, the creator of the statue sounds a little freaky deaky to me. You I don't know. know. I guess he was just looking at the pretty sunshine you know coming down. Like, He's yeah. like, that I'm is gonna where take I'm you building this statue. I'm going to take you with a light is right. Light is right. 
anyways, uh, maybe I'm just off in left field today. But, uh, you know, did he chop down the tree and carve it right there? Or did he, well, how did that happen? I don't know. Maybe the details of that doesn't matter, but that's how my brain's processing okay. everything right now. The Chief Paduke statue is actually a marble statue downtown. The tall Native American uh, one in front of Noble Park is the Wasinton statue. It's not actually Chief Paduke. I did not. Is that in there somewhere? No. Okay. No, I mean, because down here it talks about him uh, carving out of marble. And there's a picture of the Chief Paduke statue. It's a it's um, on 3rd Street, I think. Really? Yes. Oh, that's... that's Oh, yes. yes, he's got yes, like a yes, shield yes. type of thing yes. on there. That's, that's actually that's the Chief the... Paduke statue. Man, I screwed the, that up, huh? Yeah, the the Wasinton is the I'm saying it's Wasinton. I don't know, but that's the name of that sculpture there. Okay. Well, you know, Shannon's like, bro, you totally did not do your homework. I'm sorry. Man. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go into any more about the the. the I thought the statue downtown was. Okay. So what about the? Last to- the third topic you had. All right, so the whole myth of Chief Paduke was the like Eric said the Mandela effect because of what I feel was the writers in Paducah. William Clark himself, I mean, he said he never he never said anything about a Chief Paduke, but for some reason, writers, storytellers decided, hey, this needs to be a thing. We're going to have this Atlas-like figure who leads armies of Native Americans. He can row up the Mississippi River in a canoe. And Irvin Cobb, other writers, put it in papers. And people believed it because it was from the newspaper. The newspaper told you something. Then the newspaper was telling you the truth. So all the people believed in that. People around the area, and then stories spread to other places around the country about Chief Paduke, our namesake, this chief, this Native American. So the story of him, exaggerated, probably. Was he real? We don't know for sure. We know, without a doubt, the man who named our city never actually mentioned Chief Paduke. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it is very interesting. So we have one last section that my friend gave us. We're going to read through that right there. And that's a little bit about something important to our city, and that is the Chief Paduke statue. So from the reading, it says, Let's discuss some concrete, or should I say granite, evidence in our city. The statue of Chief Paduke himself. Dedicated on May 19, 1909, the statue was created by Chicago sculptor Laredo Taft and was designed as a fountain. The Daughters of the American Revolution commissioned Mr. Taft to design and create a new fountain for the city. Taft created the statue in the woods where the light was right. So the light was right. That just stands out to me, and I don't know why. Um, I don't know what that means. Um, Maybe it's just a small little nugget of information that really doesn't make any sense, um, but that sounds like there's something to that. The Chief Paduke statue, I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've ever seen it. I totally thought the Chief Paduke statue was the one in Noble Park. Yeah, me too. So that tells you how much I know about the town. And in 1919, this statue may have been a big deal, but now today, it's like a six-foot-tall statue. Not much compared to some of the other things around our city. Yeah. Yeah, but now that I think about it, the, that statue of Chief Paduke is 
it's on the police cars. You know, it's 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 down at the courthouse. It's so my knowledge level of that is probably a little kind of disappointed. disappointed. I'm very disappointed, disappointed. in myself uh, of how much how little I know about the town. Um, but what, did, did that did that matter though? I guess uh, it's interesting at my age in our age group now. I think we're interested in kind of where we come from and the origins. Um, but when I was growing up and up to this point, pff, didn't even care. Didn't bother me one bit. Um, hopefully, the information that we share on this quick little podcast, the, the, the first episode, um, really gets you guys interested on the full length because there's a lot more to the town. Um, and there's just tons of information about some of the people that are famous from here. Um, pretty interesting stuff that uh, Paducah has to offer that I just didn't know about it until now. Um, but, you know, uh, I got some learning to do. We all do, man. We all do. It's uh, going to be very interesting to see what Shannon has brought to the table from his friend. I've been here 40 cent. Well, I've been here. Let me take that back. I moved here in 1994. Two plus two is four. And thank you. <laughs> and Free math lesson, everyone. I was, I'm not from here originally. <laughs> So, 1994, I moved here, and I vaguely heard this and that about Paducah. And like you said, Eric, I thought the big statue out there at the park was the Chief Paducah. I'm like, I don't know why we got a Chief Paducah here. I don't know what his what the purpose was in it here, but maybe one day we'll find out. Well, this one day has came. Now, as we are diving deeper into this uh, story and adventure... I believe that we're going to find out just how how much this has to do with our town and all the adventures with it. So, um, great information, and uh, be sure to check out the full-length episode that's going to be released a week from now, um, roughly a week from now, maybe, maybe a little bit sooner than that. Um, but be sure to check it out. Um, I promise you, as we make more episodes and we get involved here there's going to be some great content um and some good stuff we're kind of like robotic right now this is the first episode we've ever done just kind of being vulnerable with you right now but stay tuned um and leave us a review if you would please um give us some feedback you know did you think it was trash did you love it do you want to hear more from kyle that's what we want to know you know and shannon's (laughs) voice does it just suck in you know like a good chocolate milkshake i don't know um, but tune in next time and uh, man we look forward to hearing you guys um, and your feedback and we'll catch you next time see you